Welcome to the After Credits podcast, where we talk about the movies and the TV shows you love, even if we don't exactly love them. In this episode of the After Credits podcast, we'll be discussing the films and movies we've seen the past few weeks, as well as the TV shows and movies we're excited for the next couple of months. Stay tuned. I'm your host, Franco Daja. Joining me today is... Nigel Aquino. And... Rafi Rodas. And today we're just gonna... We're not doing a movie review per se, but we're just gonna have like a casual conversation about the movies and TV shows that like we're really excited for and all that. Uh, let's start it off with you, Nigel. What are you... What have you seen recently? Uh, well, we watched It together. We, were, we just released our It review a couple... Uh, a week ago, I think. Yeah. I wasn't there because I was too scared, man. No worries, no worries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just uh, go to aftercredspodcast.com to like get the review and then take it. Yeah, just take it. <clears throat> okay. Okay. That fucking clown has haunted my dreams ever since. Ever I, since grade five? I wasn't I wasn't classmates with you grade five, so I didn't watch it. Oh what? Whoa. <laughs> Way yeah. to leave me out, Rafi. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's not talk too much about it, because you can see it in a previous podcast. Mm, okay, that we have. uh but Honest, overall, it was a good movie. Overall, right? it was a good movie. I haven't really watched anything else since because I have been very busy for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the and yeah, that's pretty much it. I haven't really been watching anything new since well, then. What about you, Raf? Any shows that you've watched recently that's pretty good? Well, I think the last thing I watched was Rick and Morty, the last. The last episode. Oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. The Rick Lantis. What is it? Rick Lantis mix-up. No, no, it was yeah, mix the Rick, the Rick Lantis, Lantis mix-up. Up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking it's called the Chronicle, uh, Chronicles of the Citizen. Stories from the Stories. Citizen. Yeah, yes, yes and no. They yeah. originally called it that. And yeah, then yeah, they yeah. switched it to the Rick Lantis mix-up. Which is yeah. genius, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was... The cool. whole episode is genius, in fact. It's just that it's called that within the episode because there's a title screen for it. Right. Which is why I remember that more. But yeah, yeah. That, the last episode was really That was good. so good. The Return of Evil Morty. Mm-hmm. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. But, I, yeah. yeah, it's still a good setup. Like, hopefully we'll see him in the season finale for Rick and Morty. I hopefully I I was I'm hoping that there's actually they have a more a more definite impact earlier than the season finale. If you know what I mean, I want them to insert themselves more into the lives of the Rickiest Rick. Mm. Mm, yeah, I that's see. gonna be cool. Yeah. Uh, on my end, uh, I've been watching Narcos season three. <laughs> I like that you pronounce it Narcos, like Marcos. Uh, well, how, how, it's how narcos. Is, narcos. Narcos. It's very American. Really? Know, it's narcos? No, because narcos. it's it's it's, pro, it's plural narcos. of narco. Oh, you see, I don't watch the show, so <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a name. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So season three, it um it well season one and two were dedicated to Pablo Escobar, mm, and yeah. season three is a a really nice setup where. Uh, actually, at the end of season two, they set it up so that the Cali cartel takes over Escobar's oh, uh, yeah, yeah. share of the drug, the drug money as well as their operations. And it's a really nice uh, pivot to the Cali cartel and like uh, yeah. the guy who plays uh, the main character. Is this? Are you are you, are you talking about Oberyn? Yeah, the guy the guy who plays Oberyn, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, yeah, the guy who plays Oberyn Martel, Pedro Pascal. He does a really good job here. Yeah. and uh, even though his um, the other cop, uh, they stuck to the real life. They made 
They, uh, Pedro Pascal, the only guy there instead of the two buddy cops. Because because the the white guy he retired after yeah. after after killing Pablo Escobar, he kind of retired. Yeah, after and that. yeah, and people were kind of skeptical about how like without Pablo Escobar and as the plot point, it won't be as good. But I still say it's a really good film, a really good uh, series to watch. Uh, yeah. The day Pablo went down, the Cali cartel became public enemy number one. Operations had grown into the biggest cocaine cartel in history. It was fucking Cocaine Incorporated. And they ran it like a Fortune 500 company. Los errores no se van a tolerar más. Yeah, like yeah, the Cali yeah. cartel was really nice there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, the thing I found really cool about uh, about how they're trying to transition into more seasons after Pablo Escobar is that this kind of like a, it's kind of like how the drug it's they're really following the drug war itself, not just one charismatic individual. So uh, that's why I kind of find it, I, I find this season really interesting because it's not based around um, a one individual. It's based around the actual cartel itself yeah and it's set up in a way where you don't need to watch seasons one and two to hop in mm. you can just skip the season three Rafi. oh that's perfect that's so good. like if you just want to hop in it's a really good show that's cool and yeah. uh even though the the leads the like pa- the guy who played pablo escobar he really carried seasons one and two. Oh but yeah definitely for season three they had a bunch of like supporting characters that step up because there are a lot of storylines here it's not just one like mm. main family that you follow so it's really nice there. Uh, yeah, technically, don't we get like all uh, the uh, almost a, a completely new cast because everyone from seasons one and two are either dead, retired, it's not or in still a Columbia. new cast per se because uh, in seasons one and two they introduce the main players of the Cali cartel, mm-hmm. but and I mean, then like, they just take a major role in the pol- uh, on the police side. Who's still there other than? Oh, in the police side, they're, they're new cops. So you're like yeah, new corrupt cops. Most of the cops because it's not anymore in. Uh, it's not in Colombia anymore. No, no, it's still in Colombia, but it's in a different district, the Cali section oh, of Colombia. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But so moving on, Raf, you have anything you want to watch, or like there's uh, a any lot. Shows? There's a lot, guys. What do you guys want to start with? Um, there's. I'd the... say start. Uh, let's start with Kingsman. Kingsman. It's coming out soon. It's literally. I think it's coming out next week. Coming out next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they even have like a really nice trailer for it, especially with the new setup in America. Today marks the beginning of a new age. Wait, I'm gonna show you. Say goodbye to the Kingsmen. Kinda got a bit of a save the world situation here. Welcome to Statesman. As your American cousins, we'll be working side by side. Let's get started. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm so excited for this movie just because oh. the first one was so good. Oh yeah, definitely. It it, it was its own form. I mean, it it it, it was the it, it was the usual spy mm. spy genre thing, but then it it had its own formula. That's why is the first one is so good. Interesting trivia: Pedro Pascal is also in this movie. Oh, whoa! Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he's he's actually he's actually from Texas. What? So yeah, yeah. He's he's just he's just an actual really good character who's you know. Hispanic. Okay. <laughs> well, in the in the series Narcos, he really is a Texan. Yeah, that can speak Spanish. Yeah, which is actually fairly common since they're on the border. But yeah, it's actually really cool. Um, the 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 three American agents that we meet there. There's Jeff Bridges, awesome. Uh, there's 
uh, Pedro Pascal and who plays a whip guy for some reason. And and then there's Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. So these three new Americans, they're new. Yeah. Like I haven't thought. Uh, I don't because I haven't watched Kingsman one. They're, they're not Kingsman one. Kingsman so one like, is strictly British. British except agents for, only. Except uh, the villains. Ex- except for Samuel Jackson. Oh. The villains American, but uh, the the agency uh, you know, Kings. It's just Kingsman itself. So it's oh, only okay. Brits. So so could I come in to like Kingsman two without watching Kingsman one? Not really. We don't really know yet. We don't really. We don't know really yet. know yet. Just, it feels obviously, because like, based on the trailer, like it is it like, like a new episode? It feels like you don't, you can't, because it's bringing back one of the main characters from the that's, first one. That's right. Yeah. That's fairly uh, important. Okay. Okay. Uh, fairly important to the central character, which I still don't understand. I, like one, I don't understand why they would show it in the trailers, and two, why he even follow, has to come. Follow Rick's advice. Don't think about it too much. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I'm but then the, the the trailer is awesome. Yeah, and it uh, yeah, it feels like it feels like just like more of like more of the good stuff that was in the first Kingsman, really. Um, yeah. Uh, what else do we got? So we got the. Uh, uh, actually, I am looking forward to uh, j- just another movie that's just. It's not really on a lot of people's radars. Uh, Logan Lucky is actually. I'm actually pretty excited. Well, for yeah. Well. Technically, it's been out in the states for like a month or so already. It only re- recently came out here. What's that about, Nigel? Uh, it's like imagine Ocean's Eleven, but in Indiana, but with rednecks. Whoa, yeah, that sounds and Channing Tatum, and Channing Tatum again, <laughs> and Daniel Craig playing like this white biker dude. Oh, he's American in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're rednecks. It 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 looks really really good, but like it's a it's a fairly niche film. Yeah, but. I, I've just seen the reviews in Rotten Tomatoes. It was like 86, 89, mm. around good. that range. So like it's, it's a movie good. that we, we'll do, but maybe not so much of a review don't. because <clears throat> it's already been out for a while now. Yeah, yeah Only yeah. in the Philippines. Also, so like, I don't week. know anyone who's talking about it, so we probably won't do a review. Yeah, anymore. although like I'm sure the movie that a lot of us will be seeing is uh, Justice League. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. When, when's it coming out? November? November. November, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, but yeah. they released the couple of trailers already right right because right. yeah. with comic-con and everything mm. oh yeah especially this one right here we have to be ready you me the others there's an attack coming from far away not coming bruce it's already here See, here's the thing with this movie. By making a Justice League movie, DC Comics has voluntarily submitted itself onto the sacrificial plate of comic book fans everywhere. I mean, what I mean is, we're obviously gonna compare it to the Avengers. Yeah. We're obviously gonna compare it to Marvel films, and yeah. that's that's the truth. That, that this will be DC's true test now. I mean, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman is good. I admit that. Wonder, Wonder Woman is good, but then Justice League is gonna be. Their main, their big film. Yeah, Wonder Woman felt more like an exception, exception rather than an indication of the new trend of the, of a new trend. I mean, of DC movies. Yeah, like one thing I, I kept hearing was Wonder Woman didn't feel like a DC film, which is actually kind of bad thing to say about well, DC DC films. Uh, do you mean it doesn't feel like a DC films like the ones we've seen before, or right. doesn't feel like a DC? It, it it's based on the DC universe. No, I mean it, it doesn't feel like a DCEU film. Which yeah yeah that's probably a good thing, really. Right. So let's hope this new film doesn't, isn't, doesn't isn't feel like, like a DC. <laughs> oh man, but 
I don't know. I, I think... What, what, do you, go- what do you expect from a DC film? Nothing. Like, zero. Whoa, no, do you know what? no, no, no. What do you, what do you expect I, I expect from a, darkness. From, from a good DC film? Darkness. That's interesting. No, you know, that, that, that's... competent story. Okay that, acting. That's, that's any movie. That's now. any movie. <laughs> Might be a little lower than like, most other movies. Like, uh, I, I think that question is also problematic because I think DC still hasn't found its identity yet. Yeah, it's just okay. The reason Marvel's cinematic universe worked, they spent several years establishing itself, or giving each each hero an, an actual identity. And I, while DC tried to rush jump, it. tried to rush in too much, and didn't try to earn its audiences, um, like it, its audiences respect. In any in, in, in any case, it, it felt like everything felt too rushed. Like, I would have preferred something... Like, Man of Steel, while a lot of people didn't really like it, I kind of liked it for trying to establish what Superman is within the world they were trying to create. However, after Man of Steel, they jumped straight into Batman versus Superman. Right. Without establishing... Right. What's, right. What, is, what is Batman within this universe? Is it going to be? Are we just going to be assuming it's the same? Are we assuming it, it's coming from Nolan's Batman universe? But that's completely separate. So, like, we're just trying to—they're trying to jump into it too quickly. That's why Batman vs Superman was so too loaded. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. and another reason why the Avengers worked was that um, the car, the members of the, the Avengers had their own separate films, mm-hmm. which which you know it, uh, it established them. Yeah, it established their storyline. It established their character, which is not the luxury that DC has. Because mm. it's 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 struggling to compete with, with all these Marvel films that co- that's coming out year after year after year after year. Yeah. And you know, so so they I think they just decided to okay whatever let's just come out with the Justice League film without any backstory for Aquaman or the, Aquaman, the, the, the Flash, Flash, Cyborg, Cyborg. They, they they haven't even really established Dark Side right, either. Right. Yeah, and like with Marvel, they already have the formula down to a wire. Yeah. Like that that has that sort of like that playful heroes. It's not too dark, it's, and it's, it always has a family-friendly message at the end, especially with the latest Spider-Man Homecoming message. Mm-hmm. It's kind of why I like. It's kind of why Wonder Woman worked in a way because it, it's establishing her separate from everyone else. So it's it allowed Wonder Woman to grow into her own, into her own like section of the extended universe of the cinematic universe. That's why I want to give this. I'm, that's why I want to give DC the uh, benefit of the doubt, like. I'm hopeful for this film. I, I'm, I love DC film. I'm sorry. I'm, I love DC characters, mm-hmm. and I love DC characters, just not some of their films. And I just hope DC gives justice to the, the Justice League. The Justice League, <laughs> please, please, DC, yeah. please don't, don't f it up, please. Yeah, but one one uh, cinema universe that won't f it up is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. With yeah, their with new movie coming out is a uh, Thor, Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok. and so, that is something I'm very, very excited for. Yeah, especially with that that clip where we see Thor and the and, and the Hulk like com- combining together, that's crazy. It's a really interesting character. It's a really interesting dynamic, where like in the Avengers, they weren't necessarily the two main characters. It was normally like Iron Man and Captain America that would share the spotlight. The, the way you said that, combining together, for some reason, I thought they were going to get they were going to do like a Trump's Dragon Ball Dragon Ball <laughs> fusion. <laughs> Are they gonna fear? Are they gonna fuse? I got I got super excited for that, but then I realized it's not. That's not what happens. Yeah, we'll see right there in the trailer. So much has happened since I last saw you. I lost my hammer like yesterday, so that's still pretty fresh. 
then I went on a journey of self-discovery. Where I met you. Man. The music in the trailer is really good. Yeah, it's really techno. Yeah, yeah, I really like the techno aspect. Also, it's a, it's they seem to be trying to combine the vibe of guard. They're they're getting the vibe of the guardians, the guardians of the galaxy, and putting it into into Thor, which I really like, because it's the one that's most likely for it to work within the weird universe of Thor. But by because they're technically on separate dimensions, it makes more sense for them to go into the weirder aspects of the Marvel universe. The, but I mean, the literal universe that they're in. Do you want to know what I think? What? I, I think that they're prepping themselves up for when the Guardians meet the Avengers. Like, they, 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 mm. they want to see, like, will this style work with these characters? Oh, yeah. Because, definitely. like, um, I think they're using this movie as, like, a test, like, to see what, mm. how audiences will react to, like, the... Uh, the musical style of Guardians, if you will, mm. if, if 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 you put that into the context of uh, Thor, mm. Thor's world, which in the previous movies it, it, it's not like it's far from oh, yeah. what we see in the trailers. It's it's different. Yeah, yeah. I'd say this is between like the Avengers world and the Guardians of the Galaxy's world. Like this movie seems like it's like an in between. Yeah, yeah. For the two, so yeah, like what you said, Rafi, it's sort of like a testing ground for like if people can see if. The worlds will mesh, but like, will the Guardians of the Galaxy make like an appearance here no, in this movie? I don't, I don't think so. Or maybe some elements. Nah, I don't think so. Or it's the, just the direction style. It's just the direction style. But, but uh, uh, general uh, uh, themes. Have you guys seen descriptions of the leak? Tra- I I actually have watched the le- the leak trailer for <laughs> Infinity War, and okay. um, and the the first scene is like I, I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, is it okay if I, I say yeah, it now? Well, like, it's, like a, it's a trailer. So yeah. So like the description of like the the first scene of the trailer. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy are flying in space, whatever, and then they say, hey, what's that? And then Thor, like, slams into their windshield, and Thor meets <laughs> the gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's the first scene in the Ah, trailer. okay, so they probably won't meet in this it movie. It could be an opening scene. I guess, no, it's just, uh... uh actually, like, I kind of really like the direction they're going with this, because they've, like, historically, in all of Thor's films, they've struggled with trying to find a tone that resonated with audiences. Like, the first one that was more... Nor- like as uh, that was more Nordic in a way, like more focused on the gods and mortals interaction. That didn't really resonate with people. Yeah. And then there was the second movie. The second movie was probably the worst movie. Yeah, people really didn't like it. Out it, of it, it, it all the Marvel movies. Really, it, it was okay for me. It was okay. It was, it was okay. okay, but it, was it wasn't okay. as great as like yeah, the others. Yeah, yeah. So but like, like you'd say it was bad. Yeah. I remember, like, I talked to a lot of people who like who like Marvel and who like Thor specifically. They don't like his movies. They like Thor. The actor. No, no, the the character. Oh. Especially when he's, like, funny. You know? Because Chris Hemsworth has got really good comedic timing. So I think that's why they're they're trying to play it up more in the third movie. Like, they think they're trying to transition it into more of a... They're trying to make it more of a comedy instead Mm. of more drama. Unlike the first two films. Yeah, speaking of comedies, there's this new movie with uh, James Franco coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the title of that movie, Nige? The Disaster Artist. The Disaster Artist. Based on possibly the worst movie in existence. Arlie, what is the worst movie? The Room. The Room? The Room. The Room. Oh, really? So, so like, they, they played this clip over in the trailer. I'm not sure what it means here. Action! 
I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah! Yeah, so, so what's, what's the context of that? Is it related to the room? Why are you asking me? Ask Rafi. Rafi. <laughs> I love it that when we transition to the, the disaster artist, Nigel's face immediately scrunched up. <laughs> so basically, this film, this film is about. I'm the one who doesn't want to watch this movie. Rafi dude, wants okay, to watch it. Right, so okay, so anyway, the so room is. What do you the like about it? It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's about the. No, the disaster artist is about the making of the room, popularly regarded as the as the worst, worst film of all time, which makes it the best, worst film of all time, which makes it the best, best film of all time, Nigel. I don't So it's really just a parody? No, no, it's, no, it's, it's a it's making... A, it's like a, an actual making of. Yeah. Like, they're doing it seriously. But because they're doing it seriously, it's sort of a parody? No, like, it, it, it's classified as a biographical comedy. A biographical comedy. Well, I mean, it should be hilarious. It's a new, yeah. it's a new genre, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so, like the exp- like, I saw James Franco and his uh, younger mm. brother there. Yeah, yeah. Who else is there? A lot of people. It's it's loaded. Um, yeah. Zac Efron is there. Uh, Danny McBride. Um, the thing is, I'm not surprised by that. Um, I am surprised yeah, by. It's like group. I am surprised by what's her yeah, name. Yeah, they brought the heavy hitters in. Comedy. Who, who's the who's the who are the other actors? Alison Brie is there. Ooh, okay. Who's um? In, I think she's engaged to. She's married. Dave, to Dave ma- married, yeah. uh, She's married to James Franco. Dave Franco. Dave Franco, sorry. And uh, there's a lot of people. I mean, there are a lot of cameos. Even like the the original guy who wrote and who. Tommy Russo. Yeah, <laughs> he has a cameo in the film, so watch out for that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So like, do you expect it to be a good movie, a funny movie, like um, a bad funny movie, or like a really if, smart and good funny? If movie? you've ever seen the other movies James Franco does with Seth Rogen, like Pineapple Express and uh, what was the apocalyptic movie that this did? is the end? This is the end. I assume I like and the interview and the interview. I assume that level of quality and Sausage Party, like. <laughs> it's another one Uh, it's just like maybe that level of quality I'm just not sure if it's going to be good yeah you know because I just don't see it man Uh, no no, but their their comedies is is so creative it's so out of this box and it's it's so um, well thought I give them this yeah they think they they like to just do whatever and doing I can respect that I'm expecting a good movie yeah, uh, another movie that they might do that's a remake is uh, Blade Runner, Nige. So <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, <laughs> I'm, ac- I'm actually excited for. Okay, okay. So, like, I, it's known as, like, one of the most popular films in, like, the 90s. Not the most popular. Possibly the... Most iconic? Yes. Like, it's it was possibly re- the greatest science fiction movie ever made. Whoa. Possibly. Alright, so like, what makes this movie special? Because like, here I have the trailer right now for the new Blade Runner. Every leap of civilization was built off the back of slaves. Replicants are the future, but I can only make so many. I had the luck, and he has the key. Okay, yeah. 
the, that's this is my only like uh, the only thing I'm concerned with. Um, what's his name? What what is his name? The guy who played the Joker. Heath, Heath Ledger? Ledger. Not the not Jack that. Nicholson. Not that one. Um, the new Joker. The new, the new what's the his name? One. Vocalist of ano? The vocalist, vocalist of. What's his name? I know. Oh my god! I forgot. Um, basically that guy. I'm concerned with him because he does not have a good track record. Oh. Oh, he has an Oscar. Okay. <laughs> he has an Oscar, dude. Would you rather? Wait, who is he? What character is he playing? Uh, it's a new character. Most of the character, like. Honestly, we don't know the names of most of the characters here. However, oh, it's not the remake. It's not. It's not a remake. It's an actual sequel. The first. Ah, movie it's was... a sequel to the. Oh. Oh. Okay. I so have... I have to watch later. I have. Okay. You I have to actually like... watch the first one. Let's watch it, man. Let's watch it. All right. Let's watch the, it. The first one was was um, was made in tw- uh, the setting of the film was in 2019. Oh. Okay. okay. And then the, the that's why the current one is called 2049 because it's 30 years afterwards, which is important. For a lot of things. Okay, the reason why I, I love Blade Runner so much is because it, it tackles the um, hard themes on the nature of humanity in an age where it's clo- where the question of whether or not it's possible to create human clones or hu- entirely new human beings is not an out-of-reach out of reach, uh, dream anymore. So what it's questioning what it means to be to be human in an age where technology is uh, spreading at a faster and faster rate, and the nature of humans in a world where where humanity, uh, where humanity, compassion and empathy are perhaps getting less and less important in in regards to uh, to each other and maybe to other things that are also similar to us. Mm, that's deep, man. I can hear the skepticism in your voice and in your face. The whole time Nigel was describing, I was just like thinking about what my next meal should be. All right, okay, yeah. fine. But like, speaking, no, yeah, it sounds nice, like, yeah. Nigel. Like, uh, when's it coming out? When is it? Like oh, sometime this week, next week. It's, this a, month. it's in October, I think. October. October. Oh, I... that's near Star Wars. Ooh. Oh wait, no, no, Star Wars is in December. Christmas time, but uh, speaking of Star Wars, uh, the new Star Wars Rebels series is coming out, mm-hmm. and they're really this is gonna be their final season, so they're gonna be bridging the gap. Between, yeah, they're starting to connect the two Star Wars. Yeah, between Rogue, between the Rogue, start of the Rebels Rogue and Rogue One, with this especially with this clip here. What I defend him is at risk. Krennic has been quite persuasive about his own project, Stardust. Yeah, so you're gonna see the rebels come in. Mm, yeah, we're going to find out what happens to the Mandalorians, why they're not in Episode Four, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then uh, there's gonna be a tie into like Krennic's uh, project Stardust with the Death Star coming in. You're going to see the X-wings and Y-wings come in as well. So it's gonna be a really nice trailer, and what? it's gonna be a good send-off for their final season for Star Wars Rebels. What was the name of the captain? The ca- the Twilight the Twilight captain. Uh, Sandula. Sandula. She's it's there. Co- it's confirmed she's still alive in Rogue One. She's yeah, in general. And, and the ghost point. is there, the mm. their version of the Millennium Falcon. So you mm. wonder who's still alive within oh, the yeah. crew. Because like it, it's interesting that two two known Jedi are not there anymore in Rogue One and in episode well no, never mind. Never mind about episode five four because 
Yeah, but <laughs> we we <laughs> hope that we'll see some things that could like give us mm. hints about the direction of Star Wars, like, especially with Episode Eight, mm-hmm. with like Luke being the last Jedi. What could this mean for the new Jedi Order? And mm. they're also experimenting with uh, their main Je- the main Jedi into the Star Wars Rebels show. His name is Kanan. Mm. So he's sort of he's learning stuff from like mythical uh, force beings about like the both the light and the dark and like the path that there's a a version of a great Jedi with uh, Ahsoka Tano coming in with her two white lightsabers. Ooh. So a lot of people are hinting that Luke could possibly have a white lightsaber as well because he could be a great Jedi. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll see. Those three words, mythical force beings. Those are those are a great grouping of three words. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I'm looking forward to oh, that. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys uh, are looking forward to? Stranger Things season two is coming out in oh, October yeah. as well. I am very excited for that. That was one of our first pod. I think that was our first ever. official after credits podcast podcast. <laughs> Stranger nice. Things. Yeah. So yeah. what? Watch. I'm really excited for it. Like I'm excited for. Will to have an expanded role. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was like, and it, the way they ended last season, like Will is going to be very important in season two. House Eleven gonna gonna come back with longer hair. Yeah, yeah. You all see those memes now on the scale of one to ten. How excited are you for Stranger Things? Eleven. And then you see a picture of eleven. Anything else you guys are excited for? Um. The, well, in a couple of months, the, well, no, in like a month, the DC TV shows, which are actually fairly good in comparison to the movies. Fairly good, yeah. Fairly good. DC rules the TVs. Yeah, DC rules TV. Yeah, whether animated or, Except or live, live animated action. Animated especially. Except Marvel the Netflix originals. They, they do, but it sucks. But like... Compared to like, dude, compared to Batman the animated series, uh, you know, I mean, and the, even the movies, I yeah. mean, like the animated movies, right? The Marvel Netflix shows are pretty good, but oh, like, fine. like on Defenders. like on like regular cable network DC rules. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow. Not so much Flash and Arrow. I've kind of not Legends of the Hidden Temple. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Good joke. Never good mind. Nineties joke. kids will know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should add, I, I didn't watch add like a we should add the laughter track whenever someone makes a bad joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh I'm looking forward to like the NFL season, the NBA season <laughs> Sure. You can check us out on the sport in our sports podcast, quicktakepodcast.com. Yeah. Have you released Smooth a couple of episodes in. now? You've already released a couple of episodes now. Yeah, right? I released one about the NFL week one. Mm. And uh I've been watching a lot of uh, Lavar Ball's new his documentary. No, no, not his uh, reality I, I, show. Sorry, his, his keep, reality show. I keep seeing this get posted. Isn't like the Indians? I think no, no, not the Indians. What? Oh, the the baseball team. The baseball team has like a twenty-two. The Cleveland Indians. The have a have a twenty-two long, uh, twenty-two win streak, the longest in ever ever in baseball history. Yeah, it keeps getting posted on like the front page of Reddit. Well, it's it's on it's on a roll right now, and like. The the last team to break it was like the Oakland A's, mm. which had the twenty win win streak, and they made a movie about it called Moneyball with Brad Pitt. <laughs> so you imagine what kind of movie you'd make with the Cleveland <coughs> Indians, especially with the season they had. Mm. Like last year, they made it all the way to the finals. Mm. I mean, to the the World Series, mm. and then they lost to the Chicago Cubs, who had like a hundred year curse. Oh yeah! Right yeah. now they have like their own like sixty acres, so which is really special. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, with Levar Ball, his new reality show, it's really good. It's actually 
you you can feel that you can there are a lot it's a really family friendly show mm-hmm. there's not not much cursing mm-hmm. and it's really like nice because like it's you actually see, really good yeah you see lavar like like helping her his wife who went through a stroke with therapy he's giving his kids life advice and all that who's lavar uh he's basically this big mouth guy that everyone hates and then like <laughs> yeah if you just I suggest you check it out, like, unless you're just a... You are a hater. Unless you're just a hater, man. Okay. But it's a good show. Okay. Yeah. And then there are also these scenes where he gives his sons, like, sports cars. There's that. <laughs> yeah. But every other scene is okay. Yeah, it's the glamour <laughs> as well. But, like, yeah, especially they learn about, like, the the way they're developing the new shoe of, like, uh, Leangelo Ball. No, not Leangelo. Lamello Ball. Like the new three hundred ninety five dollars shoe, how it came to be, how Lonzo's shoe came to be, and how like the next episode, I think they're gonna talk about Lonzo's first game as a Laker, oh, how yeah. how like he played really bad that game. So it's a really nice uh, up and down roller coaster there. Uh, anything else, guys? You want to talk about? Um, not really. I mean, what about the Star Wars one, man? The like, which one? The, last the, Jedi. Yeah, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. The thing is, but, we but know, the, 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 just like not we know not, we don't we, we know own, almost nothing. We all know almost nothing, which is good. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. But because of that, there's not. I don't feel a lot of hype for it until maybe December. No, uh, we're gonna feel hype for it until they release the trailer. That's true. The rumor is that they will release the trailer in one of the big football games. Which which is the normally it's a. It's either Sunday night, Thursday night, or Monday night mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for one of the three. Probably Monday night because Monday uh, ESPN owns Monday night the rights to Monday night football, mm-hmm. and ESPN is owned by Disney. Ooh! So we'll probably launch it. There. Disney owns ESPN. Yes. What don't they own? Wait, really? Yeah, ESPN owns ABC, My which God. Owns, which Disney owns. Yeah. Yeah, ESPN, but actually ESPN is losing Disney money. Mm. And they've been trying their best to like <coughs> sell off ESPN to another company, but no one wants to take it. <laughs> That's why ESPN fired a lot of guys. Oh. Like, there's even a controversy where uh, they got this sideline reporter who doesn't speak whose whose language is uh, his second language is English, and when he was when it was his turn to speak, it wasn't that nice. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I won't clip it here, but yeah, it's kind of funny. Just check it out. Just search ESPN sideline reporter fail. Mm-hmm. Quick yeah. shout out, uh, honorable mention, My Little Pony the movie is also coming out in October. My oh. Little Pony. Oh. My I haven't Little watched Pony. My Little Pony in like five years. Ah. <laughs> the bronies will emerge once again. Mm. I don't know. Like the, I don't know. I gave up after like the main writer left. The main writer left? Yeah. I, I have no idea who the writers were of that, of that show. Uh, honorable, other honorable mentions that aren't troll picks. A uh, couple of uh, Oscar that Oscar bait movies are coming out stronger uh, uh, the one where about the one of the survivors from the Boston uh, Boston Marathon Ooh. The, like his story about what happened after he lost his legs and uh, so it's, his it's life after like, ap- the, like the aftermath of the Boston bombing um, so what's the one with the queen and the Indian guy oh, yeah, the, and the mango I don't see that as Oscar bait that just feels like it, it looks like they're trying to make it like Oscar yeah. bait because like, really. like any movie about like the queen and british and like that british really like old school british vibe i guess it reeks of us of, it reeks of, like, of the king's speech yeah 
Wait, hey, 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 ah! hey. I no, that, that style. That style oh, okay, reeks okay, of okay. the King's Speech. I love the King's Speech. And like, I felt like they the made movie. that movie to... They made the King's Speech to like go for the Oscar there. Oh, yeah. Uh, to tell a good story, of course, but like... Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, like yeah, yeah, directed yeah. in a way that where they wanted to make an Oscar. Uh, there's the there's George Clooney's new film with Matt Damon, uh, Suburbicon, about uh, mild-mannered suburban father snapping and then just murdering people left and right. Mm. It looks cool. That also, that, I also think that could be that's Oscar bait. Uh, Another honorable mention, I think, is the. I'm I'm really interested uh, in the. The, the what is it? Goodbye, Christopher Robin. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that looks really cool. Yeah, it's it's a story about the, the author. The author, a, a how do you pronounce it? Milne, Milne, uh, a Milne, Milne. Yeah, it, close it's, enough. Yeah, it, it's a story about how he, how he uh, came to write uh, the Winnie the Pooh stories. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Mm. Uh, uh, Another honorable mention: The Shape of Water is coming out in December. It's uh, Guillermo del Toro's ode to people who want to fuck fishmen. What? No, it's what? It's, have, you have, have You're you, excited for that? No, have you seen any of the trailers? <laughs> no. It's basically like uh, the origin of Abe Sapien from the Hellboy movies, but oh. it's not because you're, he's legal. He's not legally allowed to do that because he doesn't have the license. But it is, but it isn't. It looks really good, actually. It's kind of like that. It has that whole um, uh, modern gothic steampunk vibe of hidden government experiments and this cool ass monster that they have hidden within and their base. Fishman. Who's, who's a fishman? Mm. But the story is one. They, it's how he escapes, and it's a love story between two disparate creatures who are ostracized from society, because Ooh. the other one is also a disabled person. So it's like Oscar bait. I don't think so. It's a little too weird for the Oscar for the Oscar voting community, who are mostly old white men. But it's a it's a it'll it'll appeal to the millennial to the millennial audience, but not mm. not 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 really a lot. Yeah. A lot of other what about you, Rafi? Anything else? Huh. Another honorable mention? Yeah. I think I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good as well. I'm out. Um, yeah. Uh, Pitch Perfect 3. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 I'm actually excited for that. No, I'm not going to high five for you. I was kidding. No, what? <laughs> Come on! Pitch Perfect! Jumanji is coming out in December. Jumanji. I'm not excited for it. I mean, I, mean, I like it the original. Nice. Yeah. I like the original. It, it's. Uh, it, it looks bad. It's the one with The Rock, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The original was okay, but. The trailer for this one looks, looks kind of bad. Yeah, I guess we can end it right there, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good show. It's yeah. been a a lot of the trailers we talked about, uh, movies, TV shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're actually kind of very excited for a lot of stuff, but in yeah. the next couple of weeks, nothing's really coming out of it. Yeah. Other than so Kingsman. right now we didn't really do a movie review, but let us know about this new format if you like it, if you don't like it. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, just check it out. Uh, we'll probably do one of these. We'll try to do these once a month. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like our reactions to like new shows mm. that were really big, like Rick and Morty and like Star Wars and all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Check it out. Check out the movies we mentioned. So we mentioned like Star Wars Rebels, Disaster Show, the uh, Artist, Artist, Disaster Artist, Narcos, Kingsman, Blade Runner, Justice League, Thor, Star Wars, Star Wars. Yeah. And uh, Ball Ball in the Family with the Barball. I can't believe we included okay. that. Yeah. But okay. I, I still. <laughs> Anyways, thanks again for listening. This is your host, Frank Dadge. Joining me today was. Nigel Aquino. 
and Rafi Rodas. And check us out on aftercreditspodcast.com. See ya! You are a hater.